Hey guys, and welcome back to the Infinite Adventures podcast. Now, before I get started, uh, I do want to say I might be a little bit quiet uh, for this intro, uh, but that's mostly because I am literally recording this uh, quite a few past the one. It's about to be one uh, forty-five in the morning, and everyone in my home is currently asleep, so I don't really, I didn't want to really talk too loud, so... This intro might be a little bit soft, and I do apologize for that. Um, but I need to get an intro recorded, and the episode is actually going up tomorrow as of me recording this intro, so you gotta do it now. But um, this will be a quick, quick intro, and I'm actually not going to do a recap for this episode, uh, mostly because everything that happened last episode wasn't really big or had big story-affecting moments. With the only really interesting stuff that happened was after defeating these uh, assassins that were sent to the group, uh, John found this weird little interesting thing of one of the assassins vanishing out of nowhere. And um, only thing left in her spot was the mural of the city that has been showing up all over the town. And that's one interesting thing they found after the whole battle. But other than that, nothing really major story event happened last episode. So I'm not going to do a recap on that. But since I am keeping this intro pretty short, I will say one thing, which is something I haven't said in a very long time or for a while, is that if you wish to follow our show, you, you can on Twitter at SciStar Comics, um, S-C-I- S-T-A-R-C-O-M-I-C-S, Sci-Star Comics. That is the Twitter account that we use for everything we do, whether it be this show or any other show we will do in the future. Uh, that is where we do everything. Uh, second thing is, I am still taking uh, requests, and I will be taking them for a very long time. For those who wish to in- put in their ideas for critical hit cards and critical FOMO cards, I do have a email address where for those who wish to come up with your own ideas for cards like that, uh, you can email me. Uh, if you want to personally send them to me, you can do so at theinfiniteadventures um, at gmail.com and adventures with an S at the end. So theinfiniteadventures at gmail.com. Or you can also just tweet it at us if you wish. Or you can even send us direct email through Twitter. Um, if you do that, you can reach both me and John on Twitter. And um, if you do it through the email, you'll be sending directly to me since I'm the one who uses that email address. But nevertheless, I don't want to keep this too long. Like I said, I'm recording this intro pretty late at night. Don't want to keep talking. Don't want to wake anyone up. So, like I said, if you wish to follow us, we have our Twitter account um, at SciStar Comics, and if you wish to send us any ideas for critical hit or critical fumble cards, you can do so by tweeting at us on Twitter again, sending us direct email through Twitter, or directly emailing us at theinfiniteadventures at gmail.com. So, without any further ado, we're going to kick off to the show. So guys, here goes episode 46. Please enjoy.
Okay. Now, welcome back to the Infinite Adventures podcast. How is everyone doing today? Uh, we're doing mighty fine today, actually. Um, so I'm sorry. Can I have John back? No, uh, we've taken uh, quite a bit of a, a break, and uh, you're going to be getting me instead. Uh, my name is uh, Percy, of course. Uh, Ew, <laughs> I can't you. How dare you introduce a How dare name. you? <laughs> <laughs> I did wait. not virus that motherfucker for you to bring him back in this. <laughs> also, he he didn't. I haven't turned into a into a chaotic uh, cowboy computer yet, so. <laughs> Uh, by the way, if you have not already heard, we got someone back. Someone's back again. It is good, Sir Don. Oh, say hi, Don. Say so. Welcome back. Hello, I have returned. Um, I am in a much better mood than I have any sort of right to be. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> we missed the old <laughs> shitty Don. No, you know what? That would probably be better for my liver than me having it now. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been drinking that much? <laughs> yeah, let's just say it's not alcohol. Let's just say it's something else that's worse for your body. <laughs> oh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> I was going to say uh, Monster Energy drinks, but sure, let's go with that. <laughs> oh, Mountain Dew with extra caffeine. <laughs> John, John, John's not the the gamer, dude. He doesn't Excuse drink Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew yeah, is John disgusting. is the least gamer out of everyone in this. I don't play now. video games. What do you want? I played Super Smash Bros. for the first time in goddamn months for like 20 minutes and I had a blast and I haven't touched it since. Why not? <laughs> that is. <laughs> that is. I played the hell out of Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> that is a tragic story. Um, hopefully they'll make a documentary about that. Mm. Um, okay, so yeah. Um,. I hope everyone's feeling good. I hope everyone's happy. Uh, I'm excited to get back to playing. Um, God, I really miss. I really miss playing sometimes. Um, I thought you were gonna say I really miss Phil, and I'm like, come on, David, you can't just say that every time. <laughs> Behind the scenes, it's always I miss Phil. I miss Phil. <laughs> I mean, I'm not that bad, am I? No, no. that's not the problem. <laughs> It's not, a, a it's not a replace you thing. It's a. By the way, absolutely love cast. Great, great, uh, great system. Great service. But it only lets four people record. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why it's hard. I, okay, I'm not a computer programmer or whatever or anything like that. I don't know how hard it is to program something to be able to re- record five people. Um, I would think it w- it shouldn't be that hard. I don't know if it's a programming thing or maybe like a storage thing. I have no clue. But I mean, come on, cast. We love. Come on, you. we love I pay you. A lot give, of money give for us you. a fifth person. Give us this a fifth like, person. Just let us have a fifth person. This isn't like Game Freak. We're not asking for 150 more Pokemon. <laughs> we're not. We're not asking for the rest of them. We just want a fifth person. Um. I'm sorry, I have my TV on, and I have, like, my Google Cast Chrome attached to it, and it's flipping through pictures in the background. The picture that's on right now is so damn cool. It's that little, that circle thing in Paris, where people just drive around in a circle. That looks, like, so cool. Nevertheless, we'll continue going forward. I guess no one was interested in that. Um, we last left off with a good old, uh, a good old Mr. Sunday leaving. And a battling, uh, a battle ending, 
And also, um, Anya, long story short, I don't think you guys will be welcome at the stain anymore. <laughs> what did um, you do? They they you brought in a halfling to look at the <laughs> brutally decapitated bodies that they left. And, um, <sighs> yeah, there's that. Um, Damn it, Meg, guys. Uh, Meg said she'll take care of the bodies. Um, I, one, I didn't even know Meg can do that, but I guess she's gonna do that now. And, uh, so yeah, she'll take care of everything. Um, the last thing she said is for y'all to get to the sleepless agency, uh, because Anya has awoken. And I'm guessing that is where you guys are heading, unless you want to make any pit stops on your way down there. Um, well, here's the thing. Anya's awake. We gotta go find that. We gotta go find her. I find her. She's agency. at the sleepless agency. No, 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 no. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, we need to go there now is what I'm saying. We are. Yeah. D- that's what I'm asking. just said if we don't have any pit stops. If I don't you, want if any pit stops. That, that, that is a question I'm asking. A simple no would have clarified that whole thing. I want to go see Kel really quick and just, like, <laughs> fish with him for an hour. Can I do that? <laughs> this is like a video game, right? Like, th- this thing is like, oh, we can put that on hold and go surfing really quick. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Anya's I haven't done my Anya voice in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is the plan. You guys will be heading to the Sleepless Agency to see Anya. Okay, before right. that happens, we're gonna we're gonna do a little sidetrack here, and we're gonna um we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of time traveling, and the time travel will be a few a few minutes. Um, before all of this has happened. And, um, technically there'll be more. I'm going to rephrase that. It could be a few hours before all of this happens. And it's actually going to be back when you first uh, brought Anya back to the Sleepless Agency. Um, so we're back at that moment where you guys are, where uh, Siobhan is bringing y'all back to the Sleepless Agency. And uh, again, she tells you, you know, lay Anya down on the, on the uh, couch. I think I can use that term. I don't know. I don't know when the word term couch was invented. Um, but she tells you to lay Anya down, and um, she would go bring uh, Winter and Cesadia back to the agency since you guys arrived, and we can go over everything that has been happening. Um, during that time, I said that, uh, you guys have had a shitty day to start with, uh, an exhausting day, and you guys were not able to, uh, keep your eyes open, in a sense, and y'all guys fell asleep, and then, you know, y'all woke up and were dismissed. At that time, we, the camera, uh, stays on Anya, and, um, we see her eyelids. You know that cool thing when they do when they're shut and they're like flipping back and forth, going crazy. Flicker. Rapid eye yeah. movement like crazy. Yeah. yeah. We see her sweating a bit. And the screen goes dark. And we reappear in a empty void. All black. But we uh, we hear small rumblings. Think of... Uh, Think of the scene in Jurassic Park where they're stuck in the jeeps and they just hear these steps 
of the uh, T-Rex as it like slowly approaches, just like a poof, poof. and uh, and it's it slowly starts to get a little bit louder and louder. And Anya, you hear that? What do you do? It um, seems like you your eyes are closed. That is why we're in this void right now. Well, I'm trying to open my eyes, and probably the only words coming out of my mouth at the moment are. What if Calistria's left tit? Oh, I miss you, Don. Oh. <laughs> okay, if you're going to open your eyes, there's nothing that stops you from doing it. You open your eyes. And as you do, uh, it looks like you are on your back in the middle of nowhere. You feel, and now that your eyes are open, you kind of feel your surroundings now. You feel that you're laying on hard ground, cobblestone maybe. There's like a, a few pebbles just jabbing your back that you're now starting to feel. Uh, you look up and you see that you're staring out staring out into the black sky. There is, you see hundreds of stars, but it is we're, we're at dead night here. And uh, again, you're just laying on your back and now you're starting to hear those those that rumbling start to get louder but instead of being one sound you start hearing it as something more than that almost like a stampede in a sense but you're on the floor laying up looking at the dark sky what do you do uh get up look around see if i can see what's stampeding (laughs) as you do you find that you're you're kind of wedged in between a small little valley um you're you're you you can't really see beyond that there's small little hills that are uh, obscuring your view but um if you wish you can uh they're they're not difficult to climb they're not like really steep slopes or anything like that there's you don't feel exhausted or anything like that you feel like your normal self if you wish to walk up one of the little inclines or up one of the little hills, you are more than free to do so. Um, if you want to do a perception check where you're standing, uh, you are free to do so too. Whatever you prefer. A quick perception check where I am first, then head up the hill. Okay, give me a quick perception then. Uh, Nat 20, totaling out at 30. Ooh, Nat 20, okay. As you're looking around where you're at, um, again, you're you're just like in a small little, almost like a crater in a sense. It's like a very small. You would think that maybe you made this crater or something like that. That's what that's what's going through your mind. But my intelligence, again, that would be one thing that could come to mind. But again, like I said, you feel fine. You, there's no scratches. There's no wounds on you. So that quick. And I look like me. Head. Right. Yes, you look. You look. You. No. Okay. No difference between uh, age or anything like that. Literally, the last moment you remember uh, going down, it feels like you went down, then woke up right here. Um. So you're as you're perceiving, uh, the sky does look weird to you. It does not look like the sky you've seen in Thrashmore. There's way too many stars. You feel like there was way too many stars up there than there used to be normally. 
But as you look down on, on the floor, or looking around your surroundings, you you do feel the stampede growing. You, you feel the, the rumbling start to grow, and you actually even see like pebbles on the floor, small stones, uh, just start hopping around of how much force the stampede is, is creating. But other than that, you don't see anything else. I should probably get up on top of the incline, make at least whatever stampeding for me slowed down a little before it hits me. So I'm going to go up to the top of the incline, then look around again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me one more perception check. 16. 16. Okay. So, as you get to the top of the incline, um, the rumbling reaches its its strongest um, by the time you get up there. And as as you peek through, you do a quick little scan of your of the whole surroundings. But you don't have to do much scanning because something quickly catches your eyes. As as you start um, basically motioning your head across the land, you see an army of creatures you've never seen before. They're humanoid creatures, but with snake heads. But you've never seen these types of creatures before. And, um, like, legitimately, just picture a human body and then just a snake head on top. That is what you see. And they are dressed to the max. They are carrying the heaviest armor you've seen, giant shields. You see quite a few with um, battle axes, a few with uh, long swords, bastard swords, um, great axes, uh, war hammers. And you see a few uh, in the back um, getting ready to uh, to launch a volley of arrows. And as you're standing there, you turn to see where they're marching at. And as you do, you are quickly frozen um, in fear, kind of. As you scan through the land, or scan in the direction they're heading, you see six pillars made of flesh uh, with tendrils almost like seeping out of them hundreds of eyes hundreds of mouths and you see that they're all standing at top of hills you see three hills two standing on each one of them and in between each one of them you see a star stella and as soon as you see this you the first thing that crossed through your head was the dream that Assad had you and you see this and then from right behind you you hear a group of, of, of men, of these snake people, start approaching you. What do you do? I have all my stuff on me, right? Yes. At this point, it would make sense that I can tell that this is some sort of dream. You might, that might be the first thing that comes to your head, yes. I look to the creatures behind the army, mm-hmm. point at those things, and just, what are they? Okay, as you do that, as you turn around to do this, you see a a large amount of uh, of of the snake people approaching. It is a lot, and as you as you point at to these fleshy pillars to ask them what they are, 
um, they quickly uh, approach you and they bump into you causing you to fall to the floor and almost like they're completely ignoring you as they as they do this they're just stepping over your body and as they do you see a boot come straight to your face and then you hear a crunch and then it goes into black and then you start hearing rumbling and you feel like your eyes are shut what do you do this time i'm going to open my eyes okay I'm guessing I find myself in a crater? Uh, yes. And you hear a small rumbling. I think you feel a small rumbling. Go to the edge of the crater, determine where the snake people are coming from. As you approach the crate, as you approach the edge of the, 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 uh, the crater, you see the same thing you saw when you first look up there, or when you first got there. And then right behind you, you hear another stampede approaching from behind you. I take a quick glance at the stampede. Snake people again, or something yes. different? Snake people. Okay. Is there a place I can move to that will not be in their way? Uh, you could go ahead and charge down. Just give me a acrobatics check. Eleven. As you jump down, you don't land quite right, and you kind of uh, twist or snap something in your ankle, and you fall down. Uh, as you do the stampede of men, or snake people, also jump down, and they fall on you, and you just feel their armor and boots just start crushing your legs, your back, your arms, and then you hear another crunch, everything goes black, and then you start hearing a rumbling again. Get up. Okay, this is getting frustrating. Let's try that again, shall we? Well, that failed. Same thing happens again. I die again. (laughs) Are you going to keep doing this plan until it works, or do you are you going to take another approach? If you want to do the same thing over again, then I'll just be taking a 20 in a sense. If you want to do a different approach, we can do a different approach. Well, you only told me of one approach that seems viable. Uh, again, you would just have to do another perception check if you wish, or you can do any other form of check um, that you wish to do. Uh, this is what you. This is the best approach you saw at the moment. If you still want to take time to look at another approach, you're free to do so. If not, we can just say you keep trying this until you succeed. I'm going to do a perception check to see if I can figure out a different approach. Even though I'm pretty sure that a, that doing the perception check is going to get me trampled again. Yes. So um, I'll say at the last minute you find a. A better path, a little bit that's less steep, something you can probably skit down through. Um, wouldn't require wouldn't require you to do a that high of an acrobatics check. You still would have to do one, but it's a lot more safer, and it would actually put you a little bit further away from where the stampede is happening. You know what? That seems like a good idea. I'm gonna go for that path. Okay, give me one more acrobatics check. Then. 14. And uh, you go ahead and you make it. And you slide down right just as the stampede uh, reaches you. And again, as soon as you finish sliding down, you see this this army just, you know, jumping towards, from what it looks like, to these pillar of flesh. And as you do, you start seeing uh, magic being uh, cast. You see balls of electricity balls of fire just flying throughout the sky you see 
uh, volleys of arrows uh, being fired and you see uh, most of it is missing uh, very few are getting through you also see weird creatures like weird insects start to uh, fly down from the sky not in large numbers but enough to be causing somewhat of a problem um, but uh, other than that that's that's what you see where you're at and you're in a pretty flat uh, area right now as uh, give me a quick perception check AG. okay so doesn't feel like it is uh, thrash more exactly you see landscapes that match the landscapes you see in Thrashmore. And by going off what Assad said, and just of your investigation of Thrashmore, you feel like you're in Thrashmore before it became, you know, a city. Sometime in the very past. Um, right now, you're stuck in basically the middle of just empty empty uh, surroundings. You do see, an, like, the army approaching from right behind you. Didn't I just get away from them? <laughs> I mean, yes, but like I said, this is a giant army. Alright, I'm going to look for a another safe spot to not get trampled. Uh, give me a perception check. 19. 19, okay. Uh, you find, uh, okay, you find uh, a path you can take if you wish, um, but if you t- choose to take this path, it'll put you closer and closer to where the battle is heading. I'm okay with getting closer to the star still. Okay. And so, um... I'm intending to investigate these giant pillars of flesh anyway. (laughs) But I'm intending to do so in a way that doesn't get me killed. (laughs) Okay. So, as you are... (laughs) I got you. So, as you're running towards the... Down the path, um, you hear a giant explosion. And you look up, and you see... You don't see where the explosion came from. You see, like almost like an invisible force uh, hit a piece of uh, of a small little hill, and it launches a huge chunk of rock towards you. And before you can re- even react, you get crushed by it. And it's dark again. Yes, and then you reawaken at the, uh, at the same point. You know what? I'm just gonna try to go straight for the uh, star stalay. So I won't make you do any mo- any more rerolls, but um, so you get back to where you last left off. You find that path again. And you start running through it. That explosion happens again. Give me a reflex, since now you know it's coming. Eleven. You are you are not able to escape it, and you are my timing sucks. Yes. Do you wish to keep doing this, find a different route, or we'll just say you get a natural 20 at, a, at some point? Okay, by now I know where the rock's going to hit, right? Yes. Alright, I wanted to see if I can find a path that does not intercept the rock. Okay, uh, it will divert you from getting to a star stella. The path you're on right now will lead you straight to a star stella. So if you want, we can say you keep trying until you, you succeed. I'm gonna go for the keep trying. Okay, and so we go through this motion again, and it probably takes you 10 more deaths until you time it perfectly. And the last, on your 10th try, you barely miss it, and um, 
you see there's there were a few men, uh, snake people who were um, usually like smaller men. Uh, so you can take you can see that they're probably um, close combat fighters that were right behind you that missed that missed their reflex safe in a sense, and they were crushed by it, or they were crushed by other projectiles. But uh, you finally make it through, and so then give me another perception check. Okay. And so as soon as you uh, you start running through, you see um, that the army has like pretty much surrounded Thrashmore, and you see them jumping uh, all over the place, launching their attacks at these flying creatures that you see. You see the magic users and the ranged attack uh, people just la launching their attacks from a distance, trying to get some kind of hit. You're towards like the center of the city now, and you see three paths you can take to either of the Star Stellas you wish to take. Um, one of them is near the water, the other two are basically on the opposite end. One will be where Count Hashton's mansion would be at your time, while the other one's a little bit on the opposite direction. Which one do you choose to go to? They're both about the same distance, all of them are about the same distance away from you. I will go path three because there's a mansion where the third, where the middle path goes, and that probably means that that star Stella is going to get broken somehow, and I don't want to be in that. <laughs> so as you start heading towards that, um, you you hear another explosion behind you, and you as this explosion happens, you feel like a giant gust of wind, like an enormous force. And you are just thrown across, uh, and you land right on some rocks, pointy rocks, and you hit yourself on the head, and everything goes black again. Getting really tired of dying. <laughs> and so, rinse and repeat? Literally, as she gets back up, getting really tired of dying here. <laughs> okay. And again, your movements are getting a lot more faster. Um, you get back to where you first were crushed by a rock um, you feel you have that down but something changes and as soon as you try to get through that you get crushed again but you reawake and you try again and you do this ten more times and then you finally get back to the middle of the city um, you try to go through the third round again and you get blown across again you try to see if you can stick the landing here and there um you do that 20 more times and i'm currently at 48 deaths <laughs> on the 20th time you feel like you almost had it you almost had the landing and so on um, you try one more time do you wish to go down through that path again or do you want to go through one of the other two i'll give the one towards the water a quick try okay as you go through, uh, that will be straightforward. As you travel straightforward, you see uh, you get halfway there, and you see a volley of arrows that are being uh, launched at one of the flesh pillars, be redirected in midair towards your direction. And I'm just you looking at the yeah. I think it was like slow motion. You're like fuck. And I'm just like, glaring at the flesh pillars. Just really. Hundreds of really? arrows uh, penetrate hurt. your body, and yet you're feeling everything. And if you try, you try to do this again, uh, ten more times, um, 
each time less arrows are hitting you you're able to hide behind a few rocks but your timing's a little bit off and you get hit again but um, again you feel like you you think you have it down now maybe one more chance can get you through it so there's two ways you feel like you can go you can get through now do you wish to try one of those two or go to the uh, last option I'm going to try one of those two and one moment I'm going to try option one okay that's the mansion where the mansion would be no I've uh, been avoiding going towards the mansion oh you've been avoiding the mansion okay so that yeah the first time was the one that's not the star satellite that's still standing that's towards the inland. The second one was towards the water. Okay, uh, and I misheard that one. Okay, so then you try to go through the one that... Okay, so that one, give me a quick acrobatics check. Ah, one of my worst skills, 13. Uh, you just land good, uh, good enough to not get hit by anything, but your movement is going to be halved. You didn't stick the lining pretty good. And so, um... You're a few hundred feet away from the Star Stella as you try to approach it. Um, mm-hmm. But as you do, you see uh, an army of these uh, snake people already in front of you. And they're trying to approach this as you see that their bodies are just being like hurled in the sky. And um, as you're trying to dodge the bodies from hitting you, but again, you're unable to do it perfectly because you hurt your ankle and as you move to the side someone's weapon was fling in the air a short sword and it stabs you right in the chest and you fall and die see I'm starting to think that these that the pillars are directly doing these things <laughs> and then you try this again you get 30 more times you are killed again uh, some of them through the fault of the soldiers, some of them, them through the fault of just the explosions happening around you. But each time stuff is changing, almost like the land is learning around you, and it's purposely making making it difficult for you. And so you go through this over and over and over and over and over again. Um, and so you feel like you have died of total of like the time would have been like six months you've been stuck in here and you finally get it perfect enough after that to be a few hundred feet like very few hundred feet from the star stella and um do you try to approach it yes (laughs) okay as you start walking up, uh, give me a perception check. I swear, if I get a nat one on this, okay, not a nat one. I rolled a two, so <laughs> not a nat one. A twelve grand total. Yeah, it's still not perfect. I'm about to die again. <laughs> yeah, you feel piercings of arrows start hitting you in the back as as a volley of arrows is launched, and uh, you don't see it. Uh, in time to react to it and you die again and the land changes around you again like changing the timings and so you spend another what feels like 10 months trying to do this again some of it now you're not just doing it because you're curious about the star stellas now you're doing it because you feel like 
I'm being challenged unless get, here. Yeah, <laughs> unless you get, there's no way for you to escape this this dream, and uh, unless you get to maybe that you're hoping that by getting to the star stellas, you can exit this dream, because like I said, you feel everything that's been happening to you. You feel being crushed at this by point. The at this point, pain's an old friend. Yeah, uh, but yet it feels new every time. Um, and you try this again. You by the way. I've just got to say this, because I've been picking up this general idea. I said it in the chat on Roll20, but Dormammu, I've come to bargain. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously! No, yeah, th think of it just like this. Every You are dying constantly, and you are being re reawakened here. And it, feel, it, you've, it feels like it's been about a total of 16, 16 months you've been in this dream. And you've been experiencing every second of it, and recalling every second of it, everything that's been happening to you, every single ounce of pain, every every information you've been gathering has been, has been sticking with you. And, Sword gets um, embedded in my gut. This is a deep pain. Explosion. Yes, oh, like, hey, it gets worse. <laughs> you know, you know how it feels, but each time you get stabbed by the by a sword, by an arrow get crushed by a rock it feels so new at the same time and you find and you spent another six months uh so a total i mean sorry 10 months so it would have been a total of 16 months and you finally figure out the new timings and you get to the uh to the star cell out one more time you're a couple of feet away from it and uh give me another uh, now now that you know the arrows are coming this time you finally figured out uh, your timing on that and so I won't let you do an acrobatics check on that but um give uh give me a climb check though 17 <laughs> okay so it it's a little bit rough um but you you're able to make it to the top and now you're you're literally like dozen like just like a dozen feet away from the from the sarstala is there anything you like to do before approaching it just kind of as I'm walking towards it I gotta say, as far as torturous dreams go, this is pretty fucking creative. Nice job, fleshy pillars. That fucking hurt. Because I'm pretty sure it's y'all doing it. <laughs> do you approach the pillar, or do you? Yes, I approach. I am approaching the pillars and the flesh pillars and the stele. Okay, give me a quick perception check. Twenty. <laughs> Twenty. Nice. As you approach this pillar, or as you get over the this hill, you see. Dozens of bodies laying at the feet of the pillar. Dozens. Not not suffering any physical damage to them. None of them have arrows. Or some of them do have a few arrows, but you're I would say you're smart enough to figure out that some of the arrows were because of the attack that's happening now. But you, you see no blood on the floor. So these injuries were done before, I mean, after they died. But... Some of these don't have any wounds whatsoever. Um, some of them have died with their eyes open, and you see just complete uh, whites in their eyes. Their pupils are gone, or you know they're just clouded or something. You're not 100% sure, but you see dozens, dozens of bodies just laying at the feet of the statue. And um, as you go to approach the statue, as you go to touch the statue, which I'm guessing is what you're trying to do. Yep. Um, you are. You feel a force of wind that I hit you, 
because uh, as you're doing this, you see a, a large group of uh, snake people also starting to reach the top of this hill. And you feel as a reaction from the uh, these flesh pillars, a gust, they release a gust of wind pushing everyone back. You are one of those. And you fall, uh, you are flung up in the air and you just fall to your death again. And as you wake up again, you feel like all the timings have changed again. And you spend one whole year trying to figure out these timings again. And you finally do it, and you're back at the pillar. Just going straight for the pillar this time. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna brag this time. <laughs> yeah, give me a quick reflex. <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> so you are pushed back again, and now you have to spend another year figuring out the timings. You are back at the pillar. Give me one more reflex save. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> How the fuck do you roll two natural ones in a row like that? <laughs> yeah, Anya's gonna be a little bit unstable when she gets out of this. That is. I've been tra- trying to keep goddamn quiet this entire time, but holy shit. That is. I mean, year. she's. You spend trying to figure out the new timings. She's been dying every 20-30 seconds for about five years now. Give me another reflex save. Hey, let's see that that one. Ah, 15. (laughs) 15. You finally... Um, okay, so... By this time, you don't... You... You... You just want an out. You don't have any more questions. You don't... You don't care about your, your... Your questions anymore. You want out. Just as you feel like the gust of wind is about to hit... You reach out and grab uh, two two swords from the um, from two of like the dead soldiers that have, that died at the feet of this, and you you grip onto them, you stab them to the ground, and hope this is good enough for you to uh, keep you there. And just as you feel like you're going to lose your grip, the wind calms down, and um, giving you enough time to just quickly hop up. And you extend your hand and you touch this pillar. As you do, you see every eye on each of these pillars just instantaneously turn to look at you. And then something something within you starts to build up pressure. In a sense, you feel something inside of you, like, grow. And then all you hear is a... And you're, you're in darkness again. I will say that my players in our Friday campaign, um, I just ended up a time arc with them, and the worst that I did to them was trapped someone in stasis for three years. I do have to say, this is much worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've been literally dying every 20-30 seconds for five years at this point. And so, like I said, everything goes back into darkness, but this time, you don't hear a rumbling. This time, it, you feel strange, because you hear the sound of water, and your eyes are closed. I'm going to open my eyes, look around, and ex- kind of expect to die. As you do, you find that you're in you're in the middle of a of a body of water, underneath the water. And give me a quick perception check. Twenty nine. You wonder why I've been bumping up my perception so much. <laughs> Uh, as you're here, you are this, you are dying right now. 
you are drowning because yeah. you try to swing you're, you're trying to swim up uh, but you, you can't find an up in a sense um, everything is in darkness except for your immediate surroundings um, so you try to sw- you're, you're trying to swim in one direction but you don't know if you're swimming up and so um, right before you drown right before you lose consciousness you see you see two glowing orbs from what you can tell now is the bottom the seafloor and as your eyes are concentrating in this you see weird tendrils start to reach for you like uh, tentacles in a sense and you're trying to make sense of what you're seeing but you can't Er everything about this thing you're looking at is hurting your head as you stare at it you see the blo- you see the water around you start turning red from blood seeping out of your nose and you see the top of the water where you're at you, f- you see a way out and without hesitating you quickly start swimming towards it but just before you can reach the break of the water you you are literally inches away from the from the top of the water you feel something grab you from the legs and you your hand can break the the that little barrier your hands are outside of the water but your head is just too low enough for you to get out and then you feel a tug and you are enveloped in complete darkness again and then you wake up at the sleepless agency and you see winter and Tessadaya sitting at the table wake up and the first words out of my house mouth i swear if i die one more time and uh throughout the whole experience you've died for over maybe four years and as you see that which i'm pretty sure you're not saying that to yourself uh winter snaps up and run towards you to ask how you do are you okay uh what was not knowing uh, i did not know when you're gonna wake up are you okay is everything okay let me do a quick physical check Make sure I'm not growing any new appendages or anything like that. Are you saying this out loud? <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you what I'm doing. I'm just curious because I don't know what Anya can, what Anya would say at this point anymore. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you, Winter. I think I just had the most painful and annoying dream that anyone has ever had. You've been out for a few for a few hours. Um. Okay, that's good to know. Yes. <laughs> so your your friends. Assad and, and Nessel, I, I sent them out a few couple of hours ago to get their own rest. Um, hopefully, they're still awake. Let me go get them. I, I, one, I'm pretty sure they'll be happy you are you are not dead or, you know, perma- permanently unconscious or anything like that. Let me... Meg! Meg! She calls out and you see Meg come out. It's like, uh, yes, ma'am? It's like, I need... Go, go get... Assad in blue, or Nestle. Now tell them, tell them their friend is is up. Tell them to get the fuck over here. Tell them, make sure not to stop by and you know fish or surf or anything like that. Come straight for, <laughs> come straight down here. Okay, no make shopping. Sure they don't make any, any... No, no dilly dally, please. <laughs> no trips to Quick Trip. <laughs> hey, real easy way to get their attention. Tell them I had a dream that involved the Stella. That'll at least get Assad off his butt. How dare you! How dare you! And so, uh, she... We flash forward to where we last left off last episode. Meg 
approaches y'all telling you that uh, yeah something happened to your friend and he really needs you he really needs to see y'all and so a uh, few minutes pass uh, how many fish do you try to catch before you get there did I get the big bass I want to make sure I got the I, I want to make sure that I got the 28 incher you got you you got the one centimeter one damn it they're even using metric okay so you find a few minutes pass, maybe about five-ish minutes, and uh, bam, Nestle and Assad uh, arrive. And I don't know what Anya is doing at the moment. Uh, Winter left you to uh, think about uh, your experiences. She laid a cup of nice uh, warm tea. Uh, she tells you she does not drink, so she does not have any alcohol to give you. Uh, Everyone assumes that. What the I don't think I... I don't think alcohol's a good idea right this moment. Are we in the room with Anya? Uh, yes, you're in the room with Anya. Um, Anya. Anya. Hey guys. Look at you. You're still. Yeah, I knew. Uh, look, I knew she would. She would be fine. I told you she'd be fine. No, you didn't. <laughs> Mine's relative. <laughs> um, I walk over there, and uh, I'm just like, um, hey, I um, apologize for um. I apologize for throwing her downstairs, and her probably hurting you really bad. But um, you threw her downstairs. You threw me down the stairs. Why? It was the only thing. That, look, if I wouldn't have done that, then you would have been, uh, you would have been at the epicenter of an explosion that would have definitely killed you. Oh, okay. You hear Winter in the back. You threw her down the stairs. I didn't throw her. I kicked her. That's not the point. <laughs> Winter, it's better than exploding. Trust me. Was I in the... Wait, I got hit by that, didn't I? Oh, we both did. <laughs> um, yeah, just like, yeah, it wasn't very pleasant, I'll tell you that. Oh, I can imagine pretty well right now. <laughs> what's, um, what's going on? Asad, do you remember your, uh, little dream about the flesh pillars landing? Yeah, I remember that. Um, that was a pretty recent one for me. The, uh, I mean, that was kind of, uh, I'll tell you what, that was pretty freaky. Let me tell you a thing. Probably at the beginning? Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna have to skip a few spare. parts, because I've got like four years worth of a story to tell you. Did you lose your memories? No, no, no. You didn't lose your memories on you. No, no, this was just in the one dream. Dying every twenty to thirty seconds for four years. I uh, look at Nestle and I look back at her, and then I look back at Nestle. Uh, hey, correct me if I'm wrong, Blue, but um, she said that she didn't have dreams like us. Yes, that's true. But I whisper back to him. She also read the book. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Hey, Anya, do you still have that book on you? As long as you guys didn't take it. Uh, well, I'm just saying, maybe we're we're a bit concerned that maybe you got into your head a little bit too much. I'm way more concerned about what's at the bottom of the ocean. Well, uh, okay. At any rate, let me regale you with an abridged version of my dream. And then you oh, just say it, right? the voice actor for these? <laughs> Can we get Takahata to voice oh, act God. Anya? By the way, um, little interesting tidbit, um, I found, uh, out that there's a YouTube video, a popular YouTube video, that uses the theme song for our show, Strange Eons, um, Something Wicked by Ru uh, Russ Bo uh, Ross Bugden, 
as the background music for explaining how deep the ocean is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of fitting now, I guess. <laughs> By the way, the ocean is fucking really deep. I would hope so. It's very scary. Um, we, it's it's we have not explored a lot. I think we all know that, but when you actually watch the fucking video, just I, th I think it's called like "How deep is the ocean?" You're gonna scare your pants off. Uh, what's at the bottom of the ocean? I w I would ask. It's big. It has lots of tentacles. It has glowing eyes, and it makes your head hurt by looking at it. So like a super kraken? I hope it's only that. Hey, Nessel, does that sound familiar at all to you? Like maybe in a like a book or something? Uh... Actually, out of character, I am reminded that I actually have a bonus to finding out about weird shit like this. Can I make a check for that or no, David? Uh, give me a check. Can I use my dungeoneering? Uh, I don't think dungeoneering can help you there. <laughs> Just straight intelligence Just check? give me a straight intelligence check, both of you. Yeah, and mine will be plus unique. two because of the bonus I got from thing, and I rolled in that one. Fuck it. I'm too distracted by dying! Any game. I'm too distracted by dying. <laughs> oh, I got an 11 total. So I guess none of us know who Cthulhu is, right? Apparently oh, not. Well, you didn't roll yours, it's not. Oh, I get to roll one too? Yeah, cool. straight up intelligence. No, no. Oh, cool. Watch the sod fucking know who this is. 17? That's better. <laughs> Somehow Asad knows, knows who, who the is. fuck this is. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like Cthulhu's a higher DC than that. Unless it's not Cthulhu. Could just be a star spawn. Ooh, you don't be... know what it is uh, that he is talking about, but the description that he gave you does sound very familiar to you. Um, a being with piercing eyes, tendrils coming out of it. You quickly remember the painting. Mm. Did y'all bring it with you? Brought I'm everything yes. with us. Okay. Uh, well, I think Nestle's the only one that has like a bag that can hold it. <laughs> well, yes. do you to assume? You gotta tell me first. Yeah. Hey, uh, Nestle, grab the painting. I think that maybe that uh, that sounds familiar. I'm just trying to see if uh, it sounds like something I. I feel like we've seen it. I think it's in the painting. Ah, uh, yes, that painting. Uh, yes. As soon as you see it, well, it's not p a perfect rendition. You feel this is what you saw. Yeah, yeah, could you put that away? Yeah, no problem. So, remember that lady that was in the, uh, the cave that we fought? Fungus lady? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. She, she was, she, she worshipped that god. As, um, as you're doing this, uh, Winter takes a seat next to you and she hears you say this. He's like, God? What, what god are you talking about? Can, can I take a look at the painting? Ah, yeah. I'm just, just gonna hand it over. <laughs> Since for some reason it was put in front of Anya here. Well, she wants nothing to do perfect, with that painting. Your <laughs> hands are in a perfect position to look like you're holding something. Ah, fair enough. So, okay, so she takes <laughs> it, she looks through, looks over it, and um, she she's sitting down here now and, like, thinking. So, Hassan, your dream, you saw the flesh pillars land and the three little hills and the star stole right? Yeah, I mean, that's what I saw in my dream, at least. Well, mine apparently started a little ways after that. An army of snake-headed dudes charging to try and kill those flesh pillars. Give me a knowledge history check. Do you have that? Me? 
Give me just a moment. Everyone should have knowledge history. Nope. Not a class yeah. skill. Blue, you can do knowledge checks. Can give me a knowledge history. Dunk, 25. <laughs> Let him just tell you the history of the world real quick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm guessing Blue, you kind of, you kind of, uh, you hear him talk about like these snake people or anything like that, and something, something in your head, kind of, like a switch flips, and you kind of think you know what he's talking about. You're not a hundred percent sure about like what do you mean snake people, um, and I'm guessing you go into greater detail on oh, yeah. how they look. Humanoids. Snake heads. Most of them wore some pretty heavy armor. I'm going to be honest, that's the details that the DM has given me. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 I get you. But, I mean, also, you've lived through it for, for four years. You probably would have a better description of it. And as, as you're giving this description to him, even, um, even Winter, like, pauses for a minute. And, uh, Blue... You something again. You don't know how you know this, but I guess through doing your studies, hearing this description just flips a switch in your head, and you actually think these people are the original beings who used to live in Galarian. Oh my God! Would you descend from snake people? <laughs> Yeah, so many people think uh, the some of the first few uh, mortal beings that were that lived on Galarian were uh, a race called uh, Serpent Folks. That is what you think he was describing. I, re I relay that back to uh, to them. I know this is important and all, but I just couldn't stop thinking about that for a second, Nestle. But. Why would the first species on the planet call themselves serpent folk? Like, we call ourselves human, we don't call ourselves ape folk. Um, Winter puts the painting on the table or slides it over to y'all. And, um, she's, uh, she's hearing this conversation and she was like, um, well, Assad, we did not, they did not name themselves serpent folks. That is what we call them now. Um, they were... Uh, that is a very ancient race. Some say there is very few of those people that still live um, live on Galarian. Or, to put it, put it more, you know, specifically, uh, live on the under Galarian, in the Darklands. You might not know what that uh, Darklands are, but typically the Darklands are where... Some of the most uh, vicious creatures and race live. Uh, we don't know much about the Darklands because it's it is too dangerous to investigate. So the few that do make it um, come back with horrifying stories about their experiences. But yes, the serpent folks were one of the few who have. One of the few that are known to have existed when Galarian was created. I'm, I'm guessing not trying to um, judge you with, with in your intelligence. You don't true don't know the history or that much of Galarian history. Do you, Asad or Anya? 
I'm gonna be honest, history's not my thing. I'm more of a chemistry nut. Uh, I mean, I learned about it in school, I'm sure. I just didn't really pay attention too much. I missed the whole snake people thing, though. That just, what the fuck? I, I understand. It's, uh, all of history's a big blur, to tell you the truth. I don't, they don't know when everything happened. Um, there's very few records keep uh, to date that actually give us a perfect understanding of when things have occurred. These serpents, folks, those are in the category of not truly knowing when they came to be. The, 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 you said you saw these serpent folks and the Starstellas together, Anya. Yeah. Correct? The serpent folk were trying to destroy the flesh pillars. See, um, I don't, I myself am not extremely knowledgeable on the past as well. I know major events here and there. Of course, there's the age of creation when Galarian was first formed, of course. After that, it is speculated it was the first mortal being started to started to emerge on the land. Uh, the, these serpent folks are the ones who are said to be the first ones, which the age was titled the Age of Serpents. Makes sense. Um, also, there, a few years after that, there that's when these other races started to emerge. Uh, elves started to travel to Galarian from their home, which is said to be a place outside of here, out in the skies. Hold on, wait, 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 wait hold on, hold on, hold on, whoa, 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 Elves are extra planar, or like... Not in that sense, there's stories saying that elves did not originate from Galarian. They're from a different world, outside from the stars. Alright, cool, so like, it's, yeah, I, I get it, history's kind of a blurry mess, I get it, that's cool. Um, so, um... When it comes to all of this that's going on, at some point I'm just going to lose my ability to understand the world anyways because we've already dealt with so much weird shit. And I'm like 50% convinced that I'm still in a dream right now. But this, all this is going on right here. It seems to me that if the snake people were from the distant past, this happened, um, I don't know the time, from like 100,000 years ago? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You whatever magic history you want to believe there's no exact dating on when all of this happened it, I, I could be mistaken it could have been thousands of years ago but at the same time it could have been billions of years ago there's no exact dating on when these stuff started to occur the only major event that has been given a date was the there is an age titled the age of darkness a something fell from the sky causing many causing a giant destruction um at that time it is said that an ancient city was lost because of it a, yeah um i think it's called asland what it the is city that was lost by it uh that's the only record we have where we have a set time that happened about 5,000 years ago, maybe. A bit more than that. I, I'm sorry. I'm, again, like I said, I'm not 
knowledge um, I don't have extreme knowledge in history but I think that's around the time it happened so the age of the serpents doesn't have a clear time of when that occurred uh, the thing is is that no one knows when these star stellas were built there's of course legends like everything else like everything has that's mysterious of who built these or why they were built um, many people thought that the first inhabitants of Thrashmore were the ones that built these Sarstalas as a monument to a god, but after observing the writing on these pillars, after read, after searching all these the textbooks, uh, all um, I call it holy books, to see if any of these symbols matched any any known god that that thought was completely thrown out. Nothing on these statues or on these pillars match any symbol to any any deity that we know of. Uh, once that idea was thrown out, we started thinking that maybe these pillars were gods to these to these uh, ancient race. Uh, can't really say how their races were at that time if they even knew about the gods or um, uh, the gods that we know of now. Yeah, maybe they created their own god. Um, there's very few that consider that these pillars were created to contact people from to contact someone from another world, either from a different plane or some say it was from from outside our from outside in the skies. But that sounded a bit far fetched, so that was that one was quick, quickly thrown out. And um, the most popular one is that someone just made it just to make it. I like that one. That one makes the most sense. But, as, like I said, no one knows when it was built, why it was built, or for what reason it was built. If, Anya, if your dream is fact, not just made up hallucinations or visions, these pillars are more than just ancient. These, these pillars are near the creation of the world. And in my dream, I exploded on one of them. Well, I mean, if they're that old. Maybe that wasn't just a memory. What if you actually were there? Please no. Please no. No, I'm just saying, what if the world was so old back then that reality and dreams were the same thing? Oh, Maybe that's a thing. I thought you were saying that in character. Uh, no, I that wasn't character, homie. That was? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I get it Look, no, look, here's the thing. We, uh, like, me at least, and I, uh, maybe Nestle to an extent, like, I'm having, like, I, I, I'm not joking when I say this, but, like, sometimes I struggle to understand if, like, maybe I'm still asleep or not, because some of this stuff is just so freaking, like, fantastic. Um, it's just, it's mind-boggling, it really is. And what if there was a time when the two were not so different, which is maybe why dreams can still interact with reality the way they do. But, um, Asad, that is... That's okay. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. The world has a lot of stuff in it. Some of them sometimes a little bit more far-fetched than others. So I understand why you would worry about what's real, what's not. I can promise you this is not a dream, but I guess if you were in a dream, Make you believe that you were in a dream, they would put someone in your dream to say that this is not a dream. But I hope you take my word on this and assault this is not a dream. <laughs> I hope that they I hope that they hurt you. 
Oh god. I would roll an insight check, but I'm not going to subject us to this, because I will fail. <laughs> and then you're going to think you're in a dream. Uh, so This happened already before. Uh, yeah, I know, I'm not going to do this I again. Have, I have yet to finish the books yet. I haven't finished reading it. For all I know, this is a dream, and I don't even know it. Um, <laughs> it's a Lovecraft story. Of course there's always a possibility it's a dream. But uh, she tells you, um, look, since I know we're all here now, and I didn't want to keep this for the morning. The fort. Uh, Meg. No, I'm sorry. Siobhan told me Accuser Amir was not there. Is this true? Yeah. She uh, was there, according to our witness. The little boy, right? She. He said he saw someone who looked like Omir. Uh, did you find anything to say what happened to her? Uh, we have that letter, don't we? Is, is that not related to this? Uh, Melison's letter. Nestle, you have it, right? I should. And then, okay, if you say that it's from her, um, everyone in this room, with the exception of you two, Nestle and Assad, um, they all recognize who Melissa is. So even, I guess, even Anya knows who she is, and she knows her as being the person right now who is watching over the mansion for Laos. And so she, you know, Winter takes the letter and goes like, what's... What does this have to do with anything? What what's what she what does she have to do with anything? Well, um, it's no surprise uh, that we, we used to work for Lowell's, and there's some shady shit going on. I don't know if the maybe the disappearing stuff is related. You know, the whole um, I was about to say bag lady, the whole um, uh, there's a witch going around or something. I don't know. That sounds to me. That it's far-fetched enough to be associated with Lowell's. Maybe the disappearances are... What if the disappearances are people being jammed into into the paintings? And what if Omir was thrown into one of the paintings? That's why you can't trace them. It's because they end up in the, they end up in the other side. I'm going to do a quick knowledge arcana kind of check to see if that's possible through magic. 22. Bo- oh, first, both Winter and Anya look at you weird. <laughs> Because they don't know what you're talking about paintings and being thrown into them. <laughs> uh, that's one thing. So, as before you do that check, you are yes. confused. Kind of confused and looking at it uh, funny. Paintings? <laughs> people being thrown into paintings? What, um, what are you talking about? The cultists are using paintings to transport themselves from one place to another. Presumably, I was—I would think the dream world. So, the thing is, though, is we saw somebody walk into one, and they left zero trace, no trace. They disappeared, so to speak. You and saw someone if, walk into a painting. Yes, I saw someone walk into a painting. They took my special knife that I just found, but I'm li- only a little bit pissed about that. Okay. Also, quick also, she tried to kill me. Quick thing, quick. Thing. I'm gonna retcon that. I'll let you have your. Knife oh back. shit. Okay, cool. (laughs) Only because she wouldn't know it's a returning dagger. I know. I'll say, you can have the dagger back. (laughs) That was just me being a little bit mad that you didn't know the ruling for your dagger. (laughs) But I'm going to let that... I'm going to let my... um, That that little bias slip away for this. And I'll let you have your dagger back. But yeah, she did try to kill you. Yeah, so I am still pissed at her for that. But... She left no trace, which means she disappeared. And if you do that to a lot of people, 
That's a great disappearance. Is it in a similar manner to the way the mirror lady went into mirrors? Uh, David, I can, can I ask you that? Because uh, I know that when the mirror lady walked in, it's almost like, like butter, right? Yeah, it's like butter, like, being, like melting it's out. Like butter. Uh, Is it the same for like the you didn't the walls? See, you didn't actually see her walk into the painting. I said there was a little, there's a small little uh, roof over where she walked under. All you saw was a flash of light, and then as soon as you jumped out, you didn't see anything else. Uh, no, we didn't actually see her go through it. It was more like a flash, just a flash of light. We just kind of saw the aftermath. But that sounds like magic. Well, yeah, I mean, it is magic. I mean, like, th th there's literally no other way you could do it. But also, as you also tried to see if you could go in and you couldn't. Yeah, I, 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 it's ever like that. I, I tried to get in, but it, it didn't work on me, so I guess I'm not magic enough. Um, okay. Or uh, you don't all... follow the right god. There's always divine magic. <laughs> um, with that uh, knowledge check 22, I can tell you that uh, you never heard of um, paintings or drawings that give you that ability to do so. Yeah, uh, out of character, paint. the only thing I can think of is gay. Yeah, and that that is to that works totally different. Uh, you could open up a gate, and it could stay open if the person leaves it open, but it usually leaves no trace, anything at all. It won't leave a picture behind or anything like that. And if anyone can go through if you leave it open. Yes. Nice. Hey, out of character real quick, I am curious. You don't have to answer this. Of course you don't have to answer this. Uh, okay, and if you if you if you refuse to answer this and still it still happens anyways, I would be okay with that. Are we ever gonna fight living paintings like in the Glass Cannon or no? Because that would be really sick. I don't remember what they did, so it would throw me off guard. I don't know how to fight them. <laughs> um You don't have to answer that. This is entrapment, David. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth, then? I don't know. Aha! We are gonna fight living paintings one of these days. <laughs> I was, as of right now, at this very moment, I have not seen any living paintings. I, like I said, I haven't finished all the books yet. Um, okay, so with your arcana check, like I said, there is there you do know there's quite a few uh, magical abilities that can let you travel. Uh, Gates is one of them, but that's a very high uh, effect. Assad. Or blue. Give me a quick um, uh, list off a few knowledge checks. I got dungeoneering. I can tell you right now the only knowledges I have are nature and arcana. I, I, know I got religion. Checks. <laughs> no, I don't have religion. There's arcana, dungeoneering, engineering, geography, history, local, nature, nobility, planes, and religion. Okay, um, if anyone has local... Because I don't know what, what to use for this. Okay, anyone that has local, give me local. Um, and uh, Assad, if you don't have that, just give me a straight up intelligence or wisdom, whatever, whichever one is the highest for you. I'm more intelligent than wise? What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, dog, I don't know shit. <laughs> That was assumed, right? Yeah. Uh, blue, g give me a check. Eighteen. Okay. I don't know if local is really the best one for this, but if it's not, then I'll just, I'll just count it as an intelligence. All my modifiers are the same for all of them, by okay. the way. So yeah, so, I'll like, just, I'll just do a straight matter. intelligence check then for this. Um, if local isn't the best one, uh, uh, the people you were fighting, um, 
none of them used magic so you don't think they are magic users they felt more just like um natural assassins um the only magic they used were wands that they that one of them had but you will see that she would uh she tried to never mind scratch that because she only used it once and i think it was like after that everyone was in darkness um but uh she did have a wand you do know that but she didn't seem like she she had arcane powers um just in a way to say that she fit more of the class of a rogue without actually telling you she was a rogue oh no wait sorry i think she was an assassin i can't remember if that's actually a class or not i think that's a class i don't remember all you know is that she was not a spellcaster class so uh the whole sense of when anya said maybe you maybe you didn't do it because you weren't a spellcaster or didn't have magic um that isn't 100 percent accurate because this woman was able to do this thing in a sense or what i saw things is through, travel through the painting but she didn't have any magic maybe there's a like a code something maybe we there's just a way to do it right but if the but if it's a portal to the dream world, then maybe. And then I look at Anya. Hey, um, do you think the book has anything on that? I mean, other than that one, that one particular ritual I told you guys about, don't think it had much there. Hmm. Not about oh, entering no or leaving the realm of dreams. God, if only we knew somebody who could like lock a like a planar gate or something. That would be great, but. I'm pretty sure we're not gonna be able to find someone like that. Mr. Sun is a pretty good contender, I'll tell you that. He was a... If anybody could have done it, it was probably him. Um... Well, Anya doesn't know who Mr. Sun is. Um... I would say... Uh, you should look him up on YouTube, it's not hard to find him. <laughs> um... I will say, I didn't finish actually saying about your account Check 22. Um... Uh, your reaction, like I said, there is spells you do know that can that can teleport people, like spell teleport. Um, to have a painting be the thing that is magical and stuff like that, even if it was to require an activation word or anything like that, requires an immense amount of power to create because it's 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 a permanent portal in a sense. That yeah, and those things are all over town. Yeah, and yeah, and so it requires something extremely powerful to create. It's not something that can be easily done. And if it was, like, if an occultist was the one that created it, or this assassin, or Count Laos, then they're going to be extremely powerful if they were the ones to create it. You never heard of someone ever being, like, being able to do this before. Either that, or they have something yeah. extremely powerful. So yeah, and that's the old, that's the second option you're, you, that you're leaning more towards. That it's not someone creating it, but it's something that is creating it. Hey, I have I do you, do you relay that info to everyone else or no? Yeah. So maybe if it needs something powerful, what? And I look at Anya and Nestle. Hey, what if we go to the one of the star? We we can go to one of the star stellas, right? Like, let's go to one. And just uh, forgive me for saying this. 
hit it really hard until we get a piece of it off. If this thing communicates to the outside, outside of our world, maybe it picks up on some sort of cosmic energy. Maybe that's acting as a key. If we can just take a piece of it, we can probably bring it to a portal. Maybe it'll, that's a key. We don't know. Maybe the assassins have something on them that acts as a key. Maybe they the wand. Maybe their knives. Maybe just a little like, like uh, something on. Them. Maybe it's sewn into their robes. We don't know. Or maybe it's something that they ate or shoved in their ear or <laughs> any number of things. Look, I'm sorry. I I know it sounds crazy, but like it makes sense to me. Okay. I'm either a very right. <laughs> Or be, or be very wrong, and I want, I don't want it to be the second option. <laughs> it really helps that you watch a lot of conspiracy videos before recording. <laughs> and, uh, but as you're saying this, I mean, Winter uh, interrupts with, okay, it's like, if this, if, if what you're saying is true, that they're using something to create this portal, these paintings, in a sense... And there, it's the Starstellas. Um, who is doing it then? We've, I mean, there, the Starstellas are in the outskirts of town. No one has reported seeing any cultists there. What if they took the third one and started it, and you know, used that as a resource? There's only, only always been two. There, oh shit, Winter. There used to be three. <laughs> Yeah. Where three? Where was the third one? I show her the painting. Uh, this painting depicts a different city. Oh, it's a different city. Um, it is, and I pointed where it is. Because <laughs> I remember, I, I, my character remember remembered where it was. Thank you very much. Okay, so you point at the hill where the mansion sits. It's like the mansion. I mean. There's been stories about. There used to be three, but that I've know of, the mansion has always been there. Are you sure about this? Absolutely sure. I specifically uh, avoided going to that one in my dream because there's a mansion there now. Hey, not for nothing, Anya. If you would have gone to that third one, do you think that maybe you could have sped up the whole? Pro I'm just kidding. He doesn't know that. <laughs> I was about to say, if he actually says that, says that, he's gonna get hurt. <laughs> Nah, he doesn't know that that you that you uh, the route that you took every single time. And if you did tell him, he didn't really pay attention. Um, nah, he wouldn't do that to you. Although he would uh, stab a spear next to your face to wake the wake you the fuck up. Um, I learned that last time. <laughs> if you are, if you're sure about this, if if you really do think there was a third star Stella. Thrashmore, then we need to uh, we really need to investigate if it's these that are doing this um, the thing is is that if I'm correct these paintings start to appear after Laos left so that means that someone else is doing this not him it means that someone else has access and the only person that has access to the mansion is well, listen, she's, she was left, from what I've heard, in charge of the mansion at the moment, until Count Loss's return. So, if, if what's been happening, it's because of that. 
We, we need to put a stop to it. You said you didn't see any more people at the fort. Just the boy, correct? That's correct. Unless you count the monsters and the fish people. Uh, but no. Just the people that have been taken. No, there was no trace of them either. That's the weird thing. So what are they doing with them? If I had to guess, because um, they experimented with us. Pleasant. There's that. They could either be feeding it into something, or maybe they're using the brain as a resource. Like a power resource. What are they, what are they trying to do? Look, we need to investigate this as soon as possible. We need to... If you really think it's the star cells that are doing this, we need to go there as as early as we can. Um, we can investigate that. And then, if our assumptions are correct, Lou and Anya, or Nesso and Anya, I'm going to have to ask you for one more favor. Asad, um, you can join us if you wish tomorrow, but I know you've you said you are done. Oh, um, I had a weird... I had another vision kind of thing. It, I didn't have the vision. I'm kind of stuck here, so... I'll help you out. And you see her perk up with a smile. And she said, Well then, I rephrase this. Anya, Nessel, and Asad, I would need you to do one more favor for me. Is to find that third Starstella. If it's not already destroyed, because if they're if our assumption is correct and the Sarcellos are the ones that are creating these portals, then they they can hold m- way more dangerous magic than we are aware of. You would have to go back to the mansion. I'm not touching any intact Starstella. Oh yeah, I kept forgetting. I meant to say the force you felt that it caused you to what you assumed explode would well, not come from the Sarstella. It happened. Okay, so it came from the, the flesh pillars. Yeah, you felt that it came from them. In that case, she definitely wants to walk up to the same Starstella and just yeah. put her hand on it. And just look around her. <laughs> so, um, she tells you that... Oh! Yes. Uh, Anya. Yeah? Uh, no, uh, you... Uh, uh, this is probably uh, something I'd have to ask you later, actually, to be honest. <laughs> um, no, you're good. I'll ask you later. In a more appropriate place. I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> she says it's that about a fucking trident, okay? <laughs> she says that it's late now. It is pretty late. It's about maybe 9 o'clock. 10, maybe close to 10. Um, she tells you that if you wish, um, we don't have to do this today. It, she wouldn't want to do it today right now it's too dark outside um, she wants to make sure that when it, if, if, it, if it is something up and it, there is something happening up there they don't want to be ambushed or anything so they want to go as the sun is up just to make sure but yeah it is uh, she tells you you are you're free to go if you wish um, if you want to hang around hang around a little bit longer you're free to do so but um, again, she tells you uh, y'all can head back to uh, to your room at the at the stain. Yeah, I've got a few oh. things I need to do anyway. Um, hey Anya, before you go, uh, we're not allowed of the stain anymore. What did you do? Um, 
Is Winter still in your shot of us? Uh, well, she went to go sit down at the table where what and everything, and as she says that, she looks up and she goes like, "Well, I mean, pretty sure you didn't beat up and kill anyone, did you? I mean, you really want that happening again?" Okay, in my defense, they were evil, or trying to kill us, or neutral and you know hired to kill us. They're cultists. They were assassins. What? I would have died. What did you? Dude. I pointed at Nestle. He cut their head off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not my fault. What did you do after that? Uh, we told somebody about it. And then we jumped out a window and ran away. Alright. And here's where I do a melee <laughs> attack to slap <laughs> you upside the head. <laughs> That Is that a Meg. real assassin that's about to come attack us? Yeah, as you say that, Meg walks in, and <laughs> Mr. Sunday walks in, <laughs> Mr. Sunday walks in too, and uh, he comes in and goes like, um, I heard he got kicked out, uh, decided to help this, uh, beautiful young lady, uh, in, uh, carrying your stuff, and so he brings all your stuff and dumps it on the floor. Okay. <laughs> And you see Meg walk in, uh, and she has, like, a horrible expression on her face. And she brings your stuff ooh. up, and she's like, Yeah, your guys are n- not going to be allowed to stay at the Steam anytime soon. Ooh. Uh, sorry about that, Meg. Am I kicked out, too? She shakes her head, or nods her head, yes. Go fuck. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'd better not break my equipment. That stuff's expensive. And then as she sees that, oh, yes, and this was also there. She opens the door and your your raven flies in. But they is now foot. petting the raven. There is a note on the foot. I take the note. I read the note. You read the note? Okay. On the note is a message from one of the higher-ups at the Pathfinder Society. Um, basically just giving you a quick thanks for choosing to stay, uh, in the job. Uh, there is, she, there is a little sentence one more time saying if you wish to step out from this mission, again, you are free to do so. And then at the bottom, it says, also, uh, we would like to inform you that as if they choose to continue, uh, if, if they choose to continue to uh, follow you in this mission you have taken upon, we are, uh, we will grant them uh, honorary Pathfinder Society members. And it puts Nestle and Assad's name on there. Also says, if they uh, are to complete this mission with you, they'll be full-fledged Pathfinder Society members. But on the bottom line, it also says, and it says in parentheses, don't have to read this to them. And parentheses, if they die, you will also honor them as Pathfinder Society members. Well, John just turned into a ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are now Pathfinder Society members for as long as you stay with Anya. And if you finish the mission with Anya, 
you'll be full-fledged Pathfinder Society members. Don't screw this one up, Hell yeah, I'm a fantasy up, Boy Scout now. <laughs> <laughs> please don't screw this one up. And so the night, uh, I'm guessing you tell this all to Winter about the whole issue you've been going through. Uh, she... She doesn't have space for y'all in here, unless uh, she said the only space you have are these couches. You're free to sleep on them, and uh, if you free if you choose to do so, Mister Sunday uh, leaves as he fidgets around with uh, Assad's bracelet, and he leaves. And so then uh, morning comes, and um, damn wait, Don, how do you have four David points? Oh, those are half of David points. Never mind. I almost got yeah. scared for a minute. <laughs> um, I'm going to say before going to sleep, I am going to uh, do my extracts from the day and then turn them to potions. Oh, also, I the ruling. I, I have a friend of mine who listened, and he was telling me I was doing that wrong. You can only create... It takes you one day to create one potion. Ah. So you can only create one potion. Because you ah. said that potions don't count as al- al- alchemy stuff. Even though you do use that skill, they're still just potions. So there's no time difference. You can only... It takes 24 hours to create one potion. So you can make one and potion... And that's 24 hours staying in the same spot. So uh, essentially I mean, it well, is you have a... Two, uh, you have two alchemist skill. kit. You have two alchemist kit. So you, I can say you can leave one to make your potions, and then you have your other uh, uh, alchemy kit to make your extracts. You just have to leave it for a day, and then you come back and leave it to the potential of being poisoned. Um, I'll, I'll just make you do like you'll just have to do one check, and that's it. Uh, yeah, you also risk someone tampering with it, but you feel like if you leave it in the sleepless agency, you'll be okay with it. But other than that, uh, you get all your stuff settled. You recover your um, HP, which was your level times two plus your con. And uh, morning comes. Um, so I can heal yourself up if you wish. Uh, winter comes up to you and um, tells you if you're if you're ready to go to the Starcella. Correct me if I'm wrong. We, do we heal back uh, the full or something else? No, I just said your level. Two times our plus, level plus your plus con. constitution. Two times our level. Plus con modifier. Plus con. So 12 plus, plus your con. Well, there's that. And then it must be con. Con modifier? Of course it is. What are you doing? Getting health back. I'm at 41 out of 80. Everyone ready to go to the Starcella? Oh, we're just gonna start with the Sarcella? Um, I mean, unless there's anything you want to do in between there. You said David, you like letting to you know, I am, I am making the dexterity mutagen. Yeah, I want. Uh, yeah, I can want to star swipe to the Sarcella, or are you gonna want to stop by somewhere and do something? Uh, this is all up to you. We y'all. should star wipe there. We really should star wipe there, unless somebody wants to buy something. Oh, hey Anya, real quick, I was gonna ask you. I don't remember if I asked you this earlier when we were in the um, fort, but um, I handed I handed the trident that I have. Um, does this have magic in it? 
I do not know how to detect magic. I'm sorry. I already gave mm. you all your magical items. I, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot we were- Oh, we were gonna sell the trident! That's what we were gonna do. Everything that had magic, I already read off to you. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Also, uh, we were gonna sell uh, the trident, I believe. Dawn, your wand has been completely depleted. It has no more charges. But you do have- Which you wand? Have, uh, I have two of them. The wand of, uh, of cure, cure light wounds. Holy crap, they used up 36 charges? Uh, yep. Um... The hell were you guys fighting? Um, <laughs> we almost died! <laughs> you, they did, uh, you can you can keep the wand, just change the numbers. They found another wand that had 30 charges. <laughs> of course. So just go down six, because they found one. I'll, I'll just hand on you that one. So then, uh, okay, so if everyone's comfortable with uh, star swiping, we'll, we'll get to the star Stella. And, um, if everyone's comfortable with that, then we'll get there. And, um, I guess we're going to the one that Don went to in his, in his little dream That's season. the one Anya wants to go to. Wait, hold on. I want to buy a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because you can't use mine because it's too big for you. Yeah. yeah. Might as well, while we sell all this freaking supplies, because we have, like... Well, I, think I don't know how many. We have like 30 pieces. freaking cross. I mean, uh, bows. And long bows. I'll let you. I'll let you trade your crossbow. The, the I'll let you uh, trade one of the crossbows you have for a. No wait, you have a longbow, right? I'll let you trade a longbow for a crossbow. That like the seller will trade you on that, and then. Um, you can trade the amount of arrows you have with uh, boats. While we are shopping, Anya is going to look at potions. Well, because... Hey, uh, an in-character reason for why you can't make potions so fast no more it could easily just be that your mental processes are kind of hampered by the fact that you just died for four years. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do the selling off uh, off screen and the buying off screen. So yeah, we'll say y'all do a little bit of quick shopping. Uh, maybe I say quick, but it's gonna maybe like about half an hour, a little bit more than that of just shopping. Make sure you sounds get about everything, right. Everything you need. Uh, you'll you tell uh, you tell Winter that you'll meet her at the uh, by the new chapel because I think that's the direction. I think that's the direction where the. Uh, did I delete the map? Here's the map! Uh, the new chapel is, like, completely away from where we need to go. New chapel. Okay, so y'all meet her- Okay, so y'all meet her back at the, uh, at the Sleepless Agency, and then y'all head- Y'all head straight towards there. Alright, so we're gonna go to the Sleepless Age- To the one above the Sleepless Agency, which I think that's the one- uh, that's the one you were heading towards. And so, um, you do so. Uh, yeah, buy everything y'all need. And y'all get there. There is nothing there. You don't see anything special. If y'all want to make sure, you can give me a perception check uh, just to make sure. But at least just normally glancing around, you don't see anything strange. I'm going to go ahead and do a perception. Anya's a little bit paranoid these days. No, I don't have to fucking roll. 29. Me. <laughs> I think it's understandable why Anya's paranoid now. Yeah, um... 
like I said, you don't see anything strange or anything as you approach. You don't see many footprints or like tracks leading up to here. And Winter can, well, if you ask Winter, you know, what's with that is like, there's not that many footprints up here or foot tracks. You'll tell you that not many people like to uh, visit the Starstellas. There, some of them are a little bit creeped out about it just because of their mysterious nature of and just why they're here. No one truly understands. Um, but uh, but yeah, you don't see anything really strange or weird around you. Oh, Anya's gonna give herself a massive case of deja vu. Um, yeah, as you approach this, you get a little bit of flashbacks. Like, like point, like different points of the uh, in that four years where you suffered like the most harsh. It's like, you remember last time you were saying right here someone's axe like slipped out of the hand and decapitated you right here. Yeah, you guys see Anya just duck suddenly. And then, yeah, as you can see that, like, a bird flies, like, right by you, and you clearly just fall to the floor. You know, just your body reacting by itself, and you realize, look, we're just where Assad was standing, you got lit up by, like, 20 arrows right in your back. And so, like, everything... You oh, know, that was painful. <laughs> Put my hand on the exact same spot. Winter says, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Holding Give on. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. And so she sits there and she extends her hand and basically she tells you she's going to see if there's any anything magical about it. And she casts the detect magic on it. Your eyes and explode. She, <laughs> no, but as soon as she... A few minutes pass and she tells you... Um, as soon as she stops, she turns to Assad and goes, Assad, I think you are correct in this. There is... There is faint, but very strong magic in these pillars. Something I've never felt before. Now can I? I'm just looking back and forth to exactly where the flesh pillars were. <laughs> yeah, and then as I guess you, like you're walking by, and you see like the cloud block out the sun for a minute, and you see a shadow cast, and that like scares the crap out of you. For a minute, you're approaching, and you feel like you see a shadow, and you swear you think it's the pillars again. And you jump back for a minute, and Winter's like, Anya, you don't have to do this. It's okay. It's for me <laughs> that I'm doing this. Okay. Hand on pillar. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you, Anya, but you, you can just step back if you want to. And I'm guessing you ignore her, put your hand on the pillar. Yes. <laughs> she has to prove that she's not going to explode by touching the pillar. You put your hand on the pillar, and you do not instantly explode. Do you keep it there for a few minutes? About five seconds. Five seconds? Okay, nothing happened. Just kind of breathing heavily. Okay. But this time I would have exploded if they were still here. They like blew every, me up with their Every minds. second you had your hand on there felt like an eternity for you. You were just waiting for that explosion, but nothing. Oh. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> you want to touch it again? Anyone else wants to touch it? Um... I I'm curious, and you can, of course, uh, say no to this, but this thing isn't alive, is it? It's made out of stone. It's made out of stone. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you don't know how life works in the universe. That's, yeah. Some people think the sun is alive, because it uh, fits a lot of the descriptions of life. Um, all I'm, I'm giving you the information, it's made out of stone, whatever you want Assad <laughs> to hypothesize about, that's all up to you, but it's made out of stone. Alright, cool, cool. 
Uh, nah, you know what, fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna put my hand on the thing. Just kind of like, I didn't experience the death and explosion stuff. So I'm, I'm gonna just kind of like, put it on there. Anyone else want to do this at the same time? Or just, you're gonna, uh, sorry, it's gonna be the only one that does this at the time. She touched it earlier, right? Anya did, yes. Anya's pretty much like, you know what, why not? It seems entertaining now. And uh, I know I'm not going to explode. <laughs> I'm not sure why we're touching this at the same time, but sure. It is a very that. pretty rock. Well, think, think of what a cultist would do. That's what we're trying to figure out right now, guys. So all three of y'all touch it? Okay, for about how long do y'all want to place your hand on there? A few Anya's following Assad's lead here. Okay, Assad, how long? I'm gonna just keep on, just keep on holding on for a good... Five minutes. I've invested a lot into this theory. Five so. se- five minutes. Yes, sir. Five minutes. I'm waiting until something happens. I'm just gonna touch it for five seconds. <laughs> I already know I'm not gonna explode now. So, cool. So I'm just waiting. I'm just holding on to this it's while you guys are already. Weird. I'm still touching this, and you guys are just in front of me, like for or like hands away from the thing. I'm like, look, I'm telling you guys, something's gonna happen eventually. Okay. As long as so, it's not one of us exploding. No one's gonna explode I mean, I, on I, you. I, I do a little, fine. like, I touch it, but, like, not, like, really fast. I just do, like, I touch my, put my hand on it, and then I put my hand away. That's... Yeah, I, you, you caress it. I mean... You, you caress if, this long, thick pillar, I get you. Oh, uh, um, if you want me to, sure. <laughs> uh, okay. I start to move my hand up and move my hand down. <laughs> start from the bottom, dude. Uh, starting from the bottom to the top, got you. Uh, <laughs> I can't go all the way to the top; it's too tall. Uh, Come yeah, on, Assad. That's somebody. Come on, that's Asad. somebody. Everyone something. knows that the best way to do it is a nice ringing motion. Um, okay, I'm gonna end this now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your dick joke joke of the day. And it's with the largest goddamn obelisk in this campaign so far. <laughs> it's, about, it's about like 12 feet tall, I think. If I if I remember, it's about 12 feet tall. Um, oh god, I hope everybody brought an umbrella. <laughs> at the, okay, so you put your hands on it, and Nestle just quickly brushes his hand and takes it off because he's a scared little bitch. I'm not scared of uh, it, it's just I don't really see the reason okay, why. And so then Anya and Ness and Anya and Asad keep their hands on there for a little while. You don't feel any changes, but then uh, a few few minutes pass, about uh, close to the five minutes that uh, you wanted to keep your hands on there for. As soon as that happens, you hear something. Oh, you know what? Everyone, give me a perception check. Uh, Nestle, Nestle, you can do give me a perception check, but Anya, Anya and uh, Assad, you're gonna take a minus four to this because. Okay, eighteen. Oh, Got a three preservation only. Okay. I got an eighteen. So uh eighteen, eighteen. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh blue, I mean Assad, you are concentrating way too hard on what on this rock. You you're putting your concentration on your hand way too much because you really want to know if you're feeling anything that you don't hear this. But Anya and Blue, right behind you. You hear the rustling of bushes, and then you hear murderer. Oh, fucking Christ! Of course. God damn it, this guy again. Blue, <clears throat> you see Hershey appear from the bushes. Assad, give me a quick will save. 
I don't like the sound of that. Uh, 20 dog! <laughs> as you pull your, uh, as uh, you hear them react to this, which I'm pretty sure Blue and Anya would react to this, uh, you move, you try to move your hand from the pillar, but you can't. Mm-hmm. As you start hearing a voice in your head yelling out, Decay will come. My time is close. As you start shaking and your eyes turn pure white as your eyes go to the back of your head and you see that creature in the painting, a vision of it, standing right in front of you and it seems like you're in a body of water and you see that it's making eye contact with you, yelling out, Decay will come, my age is near. And now you have Hershey approaching from one end, and Assad is stuck on this pillar. I need two of you to roll for initiatives, while the other one, Assad, you're just gonna stand there until something happens. But we'll do this next I'm time. Aware. Oh god. Well, I can't wait until Gar- Red Gyarados comes and kills everyone. <laughs> <clears throat> Hurry up, catch it. It's a shiny. You know, just like that game, I'm full of- I'm like a lake full of rage right now. 